0: We live in
1: and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: Pick up the phone. Give us a call right now. We are standing by to help you with your fall home improvement project. We know there's one on your to-do list let's put it on the done list. Pick up the phone right now. Give us a call. We will help. 888-666-3974. We will help hold the ladder, so to speak, as you <laughs> rise above new heights to tackle your next project around your house. But you got to help yourself first by calling us at 888 Money Pit. Speaking of fall, it signals the time to prepare for the fire season. You know, nobody ever thinks they're going to become a victim of a house fire, of course, but the statistics on uh, fire fatalities are crazy high. So we're going to have some tips on how to keep your home and your family safe this hour, coming up.
0: Mm-hmm. And also at this hour, we're going to share some tips on a valuable piece of equipment in your home that really needs some securing, and I'm talking about your computer. Now, get this: October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. I swear, there's not for card. everything. <laughs> no, well, I'm going to email probably, you y- one. Yeah,
2: email me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So in just a few minutes, we're going to debunk some myths about computer safety and hopefully prevent you from learning a lesson about computer backup the hard way. Tom, I feel like you're talking to me in this intro tip just because I've had. <laughs> (laughs) Um, issues with computer safety. Well, you'll have to pay
1: attention as well. And if you're looking for a way to add some value and style to your property, you might want to think about a spiral staircase. You know, Leslie, I actually used to build these for a living many, many moons ago. And I can tell you, they are absolutely gorgeous. And they've even become far easier to order and to install. So we're going to tell you about a do-it-yourself way to add one to your home coming up.
0: Step one, cut giant circular hole in floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. And one lucky caller who makes it on the air with us this hour is going to win a great prize. You're going to save water and money because we're giving away a HydroRite dual flush system. And this is going to convert standard toilets into water-saving dual flush systems with no tank removal necessary. And it's a total do-it-yourself project.
1: So give us a call right now with your home improvement question, and we're standing by to help. The number is 888 Money Pit.
0: John in Connecticut, you've got the money, pit. how can we help you today?
3: Okay, well, we've got a problem here. The house was built in 64. It's a ranch Got garages below. Um, part of the uh, grade is like a raised ranch in the back, right. and I've always had a concrete, dusty uh, sheetrock smell to the basement. It's this almost old, well, like old home smell.
1: Right, um, okay.
3: It reminds me of uh, rubbing your towels on the concrete, or it gets in the bed sheets, it gets in the linens linens upstairs and the clothes, Okay. it's completely throughout the house. Hmm. I've had inspectors come in looking for mold or moisture whatever. They check normal moisture everywhere in the walls. There's no evidence of uh, any spotting or any kind of mold growing, but it's got this odor. And this Uh, is
1: an unconditioned space of the house? In other words, uh, your heating system doesn't extend to this area, John?
3: Yeah, well, the, the boiler furnace is downstairs in the middle of all this. Right, but the duct system
1: is the duct system does not. There's no supply registers or return registers down there.
3: Right, the duct system is only for the AC, and the uh, AC is up in the attic. I see. And it's a hot it, water base heat. This is a hot water system. Yeah, hot okay. water system.
1: Okay. So, um, what's the finish on the block walls now? Is it just right? Wall? Right
3: now, uh, there may be some uh, uh, the water plug paint or the water. Uh, uh, water resistant I'm sure paint. it's just a, a green paint, but it might have had... Uh, I know there's water plug, there's uh, other kinds of things they paint with, but I think that's about it. And in the garage, okay. there's no finish. Uh, part of the basement is closed off, and that has a green paint-like coating on the walls.
1: How long has it been like this? Has it always been this way, or is it I think it nice? has
3: been. It's been here hmm. since 64, uh, the house was built, and I started uh, coming here 20, 30 years right. ago.
1: All right, well, I mean, I suspect that you probably have, you, you would normally have higher humidity levels uh, in, in that space, and because it's a hot water system, what, one of my theories was going to be that we could start to use uh, some of that air uh, in the return dock and move it through the house a bit, condition it, but that's going to be impossible to do because of the way set, your house is configured. So I would do two things. I would do everything possible to reduce the humidity levels in in the basement area, and that's going to happen at the outside edge of the house by making sure that we have letter-perfect drainage conditions on moneypit.com. Uh, There are articles on how to solve a wet basement. I realize you don't have a wet basement, but the same exact advice applies. Uh, And it will give you step-by-step on things like cleaning gutters, extending spouts, making sure they're designed properly, making sure there's enough downspouts for the square footage of roof that you have. And then secondly, the regrading of the foundation perimeter, sloping that soil away so we get perfect drainage at the outside. The second thing that I would do is I would scrape prime and repaint the interior of the foundation walls. And I would use a, a good um, epoxy-based uh, masonry paint for that. And then thirdly, I would add a dehumidifier down there. Mm-hmm. And there are dehumidifiers that uh, are self-draining. So if you have the opportunity to drain it uh, to a lower part, a sump pit, anything like that, or if not, you can get a humidifier on a condensate pump and lift it up and drop it into a drain wherever it's available. The other thing I would check is, uh, and you said you've had inspections, but I would just make sure that we, we take a look at the plumbing system. If for any reason there is a, a dried out trap, for example, if you had a floor drain or some other type of uh, drain down there where there was uh, no water that was collected in that trap, which is the U-shaped part, That can let sewage gas back up into the house. And that can be really stinky. From the house, from the street, yeah. And that could be pretty nasty. So those are the basics that I I would do to try to uh, reduce odors down there.
3: Yeah. Well, okay, that's a great thing to try. Well, tell me, I have installed a Humidex. You know what that is?
1: Yeah, but that's not going to be very effective.
3: Okay, well, I I thought it was worth a try, and I put it in, and it didn't really do much.
1: Yeah. A dehumidifier is going to be much, much more effective. But, I mean, manage the water from the outside first, because that yeah. really is the easiest way to stop, to, to slow down how much it gets into the air. Problem is that concrete block walls are very hydroscopic. They're like sponges. They soak up the water from the outside, and they release it into the basement. And that's where you get kind of that heavy, damp, kind of musty odor.
3: Yeah. Well, it's a poured concrete uh, foundation. Okay. Well, I mean, the
1: same thing applies. It will yeah, release same it
3: will. the air. And I've got a part of this basement is with vinyl tile, and okay. underneath that tile is the white calcium significance, is that it?
1: Well, if you're seeing white, you're seeing that white, crusty mineral deposits, is that what you're it's telling me? I don't know if it's
3: mineral, oil, but it's white powder underneath some of
1: it. That means you got moisture. That's What you're seeing is moisture that's in the floor that evaporates and leaves the mineral salts behind. So that there is evidence that you have a moisture problem, and the moisture problem can be resolved if you follow the exterior drainage advice I just gave you. Okay. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
3: Thank you for your help. Bye-bye.
0: You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can call in your home repair, home improvement, design, decor, holiday decorating, whatever you are working on. We are here to give you a hand 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT.
1: 888-666-3974. Coming up next, we're going to have some tips on protecting what might be the most valuable piece of electronic equipment in your home, your computer.
4: That is brought to you by Isonine. If you're building, remodeling, or re insulating, demand Isonine spray foam insulation. Isonine fills the spaces other insulations miss for up to 50% energy savings. Learn more and find a dealer at isonine.com. I C Y N E N E.com.
1: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti. And hey, guys, don't forget, we're giving away a great way for you to save money and water at your Money Pit this hour. One of you lucky callers who gets into the Money Pit this hour, asks your home improvement question on air, is going to get thrown into the Money Pit hard hat. We're going to pick out that name, and that lucky winner is going to get the HydroRite Converter, which is going to turn any standard toilet into a dual flush system. So you're going to get quick flushes for liquids and a full flush for, you know, when you need it. (laughs) And this was invented by a plumber. It's super easy to install. Not one single tool is required. It's worth about 20 bucks, but it's going to save you a bucket load of money. Get that? Buckets. (laughs) (laughs) So give us a call at 888-MONEYPIT for help with your home improvement project and your chance to win.
1: 888-666-3974. Well, you know, your home computer has become one of the most valuable pieces of equipment in uh, in the average house. It's not just because of the uh, computer itself, but mostly because of the information it stores. And October is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. So in celebration of that, now is a good time to test your knowledge on keeping your computer safe. The Department of Homeland Security says that one of the most important tips to cybersecurity is choosing good passwords. So you don't want to make it obvious like an address, your pet's name, Uh, the longer the better. So think about short sentences instead of words and mix in some numbers with lower and uppercase letters as well. And also think about misspelling a word or two. The problem is you have to remember how you misspelled that word when you tried to use it. (laughs)
0: And you have to remember all of those passwords. And, of course, you can't write them down on a piece of paper and stick them somewhere in your house. Hiya-yi. I mean, it really is a lot to keep track of. And if you're thinking, well, I don't really have to worry about this because attackers are only going after computers that have lots of important information or maybe people who've got lots of money. Think again. Homeland Security, they say that a lot of people believe this, but anyone can be a victim of identity theft, and anyone with any digital financial information is at risk. Now, it's also a myth that antivirus software is 100% effective. You also need to practice good security habits. Besides good passwords, you want to lock your computer when you're away from it and disconnect it from the internet when you're not using it.
1: That's right, and also don't forget to have a good backup strategy. This part is for you, Leslie, because Mm -hmm. I know this has happened to you. Yes, You want to combine both local external hard drives and a remote backup system. You know, there are many virtual services that are available today that work over the net, 24-7, 365 days a year, and they back up your computer to cloud-based servers. In other words, these are servers that are out in the sky somewhere where the info is always there, and if you ever need to access it, you can grab it again. These cloud-based systems, there's a whole bunch of different uh, ones that are offered. We have one uh, at our house, so I'm very happy with, and it just runs all the time. You don't have to worry about think about backing it up. I know that if uh, we ever lost a hard drive, it would take me you know a few hours to get the new one put in. It would take
0: you a few hours to stop crying.
1: No, it wouldn't because I know I have all the data. <laughs> I just have to do the mechanical repair and then just uh, put all the files back in. Oh wait, but,
0: that's me. <laughs> that's you. That's right. That's
1: you. So uh, you know, it's a good idea to make sure you have a proper backup strategy that includes the local hard drive uh, and a remote uh, cloud-based server system. I think. You know, generally for somewhere around uh, anywhere between $25 and $50 a year, you can protect a computer uh, 24-7 by one of these cloud-based systems. Mm -hmm. And 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 I spent that in
0: tissues alone the last time I lost that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's a small
1: price to pay if you lose your (laughs) your hard drive, as you well know. (laughs) 888-666-3974. Let's uh, get back to those phones.
0: Fran in New Jersey needs some help with a caulking project. What can we do for you today? Hi, yeah. We had our bathroom we'd done about five or six years ago. Okay. And it seems that uh, the bathtub where the tiles meet the bathtub, the mm-hmm. cork, it keeps on uh, uh, not cracking exactly, but. But pulling away? Pulling away. Thank you. And we've had it redone. Now, we had it done professionally, and we've had it redone a few times, and it keeps on happening. And it's driving me crazy, because it always looks dirty, because you see the black,
2: you know, from mm-hmm. coming Gunk
1: that the gets tides. in, yeah. Yeah, Fran, we have a great trick of the trade for that. Here's what I want you to do. The first thing you need to do is to remove all the old caulk. Now, if it doesn't come off easily...
0: And this is a project you can do yourself. No more okay, hiring somebody for this. We've done, now, we've done this. this a couple of times. Okay.
1: All right. So you know how to get rid of the old caulk. And there's a product called a caulk softener, which is sort of like a paint stripper for caulk that makes it really easy to get the old stuff out. Now, after it's out, you need to wipe it clean. I want you to use a bleach and water solution to do that. And then we want you to fill the tub with water all the way to the top. Okay. Now, the reason you're doing that is because it weights the tub down. Mm-hmm. While the tub is filled with water, then you caulk the tub, let the caulk dry, and then let the water out of the tub. What happens is the tub comes back up and compresses the caulk, and this way, when you stand in it, you don't pull the caulk apart.
0: It causes the caulk to sort of be springy and grow with the, the tub and tile as there's movement.
1: That's so what you how, need.
0: about how long should it take
2: before it dries? A couple hours?
1: Yeah, a couple hours. You know, maybe you do it at night, let it sit overnight, and then let the water out the next day.
0: Okay. Thank you very, very much for your help.
1: You're welcome, Fran. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Money Pit.
0: right, now we've got Lou in North Carolina, who's got a really interesting situation. I mean, maybe once, but Lou's house has been struck by lightning twice this year. Wow. What is going on? Lou, it did is you just uh...
1: shocking to meet you. Did you go buy a lottery ticket after this happened because
3: you had such
2: <laughs> incredible luck? No, but that's a good idea. I don't know. I think my luck might be in the opposite direction. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no You're true. pretty
0: lucky you still have a yeah. house that you're living. That's right. <laughs>
1: that's true. So you got true. hit twice. That's terrible. Uh, did you have a lot of damage, Lou?
2: No, actually, we're very fortunate. Um, you know, just some electrical appliances that got fried, but uh, nothing okay. that was terribly expensive.
1: So you may be a good candidate for a, uh, a lightning arrester system.
2: Okay and I, I've you know, heard of lightning rods, I mean, when I was a kid yeah all that's, the that's part of it so. yeah
1: that's part of okay. it here's, here's how they work they're they're just that they're metal rods, they look like the grounding rods, and they can stick up off the roof of your house, usually you put two or three of them across the peak, and they're connected to a very heavy grounding wire, and that grounding wire is brought from the roof down to soil and attached to a grounding rod, but where it's brought through. It's brought in, in a way where it's not going to interfere with any electrical wiring or appliances that are in the wall near where the wire mm-hmm. goes down. Because as you probably noticed, wherever the electrical line strikes, um, that energy gets sort of absorbed into the whatever wiring is nearby, and it causes the spike that uh, damages a lot of electronics. Even so washes kind of, and dryers. Yeah. So it kind of anticipates the strike grabs the current, runs it from the rod through the wire to a uh, ground, which is actually in the ground. And it does so by keeping that, uh, that uh, wire away from it, anything else in the house that it can cause trouble. So, I mean, even away from your plumbing system, because if you have that ground wire going down the house and you've got a plumbing pipe right inside the wall, you know, on the other side of the vinyl siding, for example, it will jump across and can electrify the plumbing system.
0: That's so, crazy.
1: And that's uh, you, you know that's something you might want to consider. And I will tell you that those lightning arresting systems, uh, some of them are very beautiful. You know, there's a lot of very ornate designs with glass bulbs and things like that. And they can look pretty cool. So you know, that might be a good option for you, Lou.
0: Lou, were you okay. home?
2: Uh, we were at home, yes. It was in the middle of the night. Uh, the first strike woke us up. The second one uh, almost gave us a heart attack. <laughs>
0: Wait, so it was the same storm. Okay.
2: Oh well, actually, the the first this was um no, this was two different storms. The first time was before we lived in the house; it was when it was in construction. Oh, okay. And then uh, the second time we, we were home, yes. Um, but the, the house is is less than a year old, so I was I was thinking this is not normal. <laughs> well,
1: you know, they always say that lightning can't strike twice in the same place, <laughs> except this exactly. house. Exactly, they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lou, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit.
2: Thank you.
0: You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Well, when it comes to your house, you know, a staircase, they can really be a beautiful focal point if you've got a deck, but they can also take up a ton of space and kind of be a pain to maintain if they're made of wood. Well, spiral stairs, they are a way better option and you can actually build them yourself. For real, we're going to talk to an expert about do-it-yourself spiral stairs next.
4: The Money Pit is brought to you in part by Arrow Fastener Company, the leader in professional fastening products since 1929. The makers of the iconic T50 staple gun, the world's best-selling staple gun, Arrow Fastener has the right tool for every application. Explore Arrow's latest product innovations at arrowfastener.com.
0: Money.
4: Money Pit is brought to you by Skill's complete line of routers with soft start technology. You experience less kickback and better control. Pro features at a DIY price. That's what the Skill routers are about.
1: Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: And there's just something special about a set of spiral stairs that makes people take notice. You know, they add a tremendous amount of architectural detail to the inside of your home, but they can also look pretty darn cool on the outside, especially if you have something like a two-level deck. Now, you might not think of installing those spiral stairs as a DIY project, but it certainly can be one thanks to some of the innovations from the experts at the Iron Shop. Here to tell us more is Sam Cohen. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the program.
2: Hi, how are you? Thank you.
1: Well, I'm well. Now, Sam, I have to tell you a little secret. I actually used to build stairs many years ago. I worked as a stair builder professionally, and so I constructed a lot of spiral uh, and uh, circular staircases. And I got to tell you, it it took an awful lot of uh, skill, not to just speak for myself, but just for those that were involved, uh, to craft those and make sure they fit properly. What you guys have done, though, at the iron shop is you really have uh, made this, uh, you sort of modulized this to a point where a DIYer truly can do their own installation. So tell us about it.
2: Absolutely. Uh, what we've done with the spiral staircase is our goal was to take it from the custom type of project that it always used to be, the custom order staircase had to be built perfect needed professionals to come in and do it, and we've decided to make it something that the average homeowner slash do-it-yourselfer can do themselves. Americans are very handy. We all love to do projects around the house. And for, for me, a spiral staircase is actually something I think is... One of the easier home projects you'll do. I'll compare it to baby furniture because I have a lot of experience with that recently. (laughs) And we've designed the product to be very easy to put together. Excellent instructions, a great DVD. But the whole key here is adjustability. So the product itself is designed, uh, our standard product, that it fits a variety of heights from floor to floor. You don't have to be perfect, for say, with your measurement. And it's something that, as you put together, you have a little adjustment. It's all easy to do. There's no crazy skills needed. The parts come in a box. You put it together with, you know, typical tools that you would have from, you know, a socket set to a drill driver and really nothing more complicated than that. And um, a great company to back it up to help guide our customer through the process.
1: Now, let's talk about spiral stairs. Uh, The thing I love about them is that they are both functional and a really beautiful architectural uh, addition uh, to your home. What are the sort of the standard widths that it's available in? Uh, How skinny does it start? How wide does it get? Uh, Can it be one story to two stories? Uh, Tell me about some of the most popular options that people might want to consider.
2: Sizes as small as 3 foot 6 in diameter, that's total diameter of the stair, to as large as 7 feet in diameter. Those are all our standard models. The most popular stair we sell is the 5 foot building code spiral. Now that stair is designed to the International Residential Code, which governs most of the states in our country.
1: So that means then it it could be used as an emergency egress stair?
2: that can be an egress. That can be the stair.
1: Now, when it comes to the type of construction materials that you use, is it always metal stairs or are there wood stairs that are available for inside?
2: Absolutely. Um, From metal to various species of wood, to ornate cast aluminum, to custom stainless steel stairs, we pretty much make everything and everything when it comes to a spiral staircase.
1: In fact, I know that you made, I think, three different staircases for a recent edition of Extreme Home Makeover
2: that was used up to a roof deck, which is another terrific uh, use of a spiral stair.
1: Well, that's a good point, because there's a lot of unused spaces that people don't use simply because it's too difficult to get to. And if you compare it with from the outside with, a, say, a standard wooden staircase, you know, wooden staircases take an awful lot of room. I mean, they have a pretty big footprint. Plus, they take a beating like nothing else from the elements outside, and, and that means that you got a lot of painting and priming and staining and, and possibly even replacing uh, of those stairs every uh, few years or or so. So a spiral stair can really help you uh, avoid all of that. In terms of the, of the different styles, is it available in both sort of, shall we say a modern style as well as something that might be more traditional?
2: Absolutely. Um, there's many different ways to dress up the staircase um, that would make your stair, you know, very ultra modern with a new, we have a new stair coming out extremely soon that is actually a multi-line stainless steel rail in a box, you know, a very modern contemporary look, that will be an incredible price for the product that we really expect to be a big mover in the marketplace. Uh, What we also have on the other end of the spectrum are many ways of having a much more traditional looking staircase where you have, you know, Balusters styles, tread styles that have a much, you know, a much more traditional feel to them, even colonial feel to them. Especially when you get into the wood stairs. And furthermore, we have the Victorian line, you know, the cast aluminum Victorian stair, which which really fills a you know a great majority of um, really high end projects. The Victorian is just a real winner.
1: We're talking to Sam Cohen. He is an expert in spiral stairs. He is with a company called The Iron Shop. Their website is theironshop.com if you'd like to see some of the beautiful staircases that uh, that these guys make. So what's the process, Sam, if you want to uh, think about ordering one? do you Is it done through your website? Uh, do you typically uh, speak with customers on the phone, uh, get a couple of measurements from them, and then uh, send them a design? How does it work?
2: Both. Um, however, the customer is more comfortable. We cater to our customers. Um, whether it's through online, and you can absolutely order a wonderful stair online. Uh, we have a terrific team of professionals here that will guide you through the process if you want to do it over the phone. Also, of course, with with the help of email these days, it's as if we're there on site. A couple pictures from the customer will guide them through what sizes we need. And at the end of the process, most customers are surprised how easy it is.
1: Well, it's a beautiful product. Take a look at uh, the beautiful designs at the Iron Shop. If you have questions, you can reach them at 800-523-7427. Sam Cohen, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit.
2: Thank you, Tom.
0: Well, this is the time of year to think about fire safety. Is your home prepared for the unthinkable? We're going to tell you how to prep for fire season when the Money Pit continues. You live in a Money Pit!
4: The Money Pit is brought to you by ODL's add-on blinds. Enclosed behind tempered glass, they eliminate the need for dusting and exposed cords, both problems with traditional blinds. Plus, they easily install over your existing entry glass. Visit www.odl.com to learn more.
1: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: And one lucky caller who makes it on the air with us this hour is going to save water and money. We're giving away the HydroRite Dual Flush System. This converts standard toilets into water-saving dual flush systems with no tank removal necessary. So give us a call right now for the answer to your home improvement question and your chance to win. The number is 888-MONEYPIT.
0: All right, pick up the phone and give us a call. We'd love to give you a hand with whatever projects you are working on. And now that it is officially autumn, we're all cozying up to that chillier weather. And fireplaces, if you've got one, really make for a nice, cozy home. But did you know that Americans have one of the highest fire death rates in the industrialized world Now that's huge, and winter marks the start of fire season, so now is your time to prepare. Here is how you wanna start. You need at least one smoke detector and one carbon monoxide detector per floor of your home, and you wanna check them often to make sure that they actually work. Also, you want to be sure to pick up at least one fire extinguisher and mount it in an easily accessible place in your home. And you want to look for extinguishers that are rated A, B, C. You'll see some are A, some are B, some are C, and that stands for what type of fire that they work on. So, you want to get one that's A, B, C, all three types, all kinds of fire situations that you might encounter in your home keep them where you might need it most, like a kitchen or a workshop or in your basement. I mean, they're not expensive and they could totally save your life.
1: That's right. And it's also wise to keep records of your home and its contents in a protected place in the event that you have to file a insurance claim. It's important that uh, you can get to those records. Now, of course, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So Some things that you can do that will prevent fires are to service your furnace, your water heater, and your boiler now. If you keep them clean, this cuts down on the risk of fire. Also clean out your fireplace and your chimney. And of course, portable heaters shouldn't be a fire risk if you read and follow their instructions, but people don't, and they burn houses down as a result. So keep anything flammable far away from the heaters. Follow those instructions, folks. Very, very important. If you want more information on fire prevention and how to build a personalized fire plan, go to moneypit.com and search fire safety.
0: Now we're going to head over to Arizona where Lita has a question about a sliding door. What can we do for you? Um,
2: Yes, I have a couple of sliding glass doors, um, vinyl frames with the double-paned with the Mm -hmm. argon gas. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it appears that uh, two of the the sliding portions of the door have lost their seal, so I'm getting some condensation inside. On the inside, yeah. Yeah, and I was wondering if they can be, you know, resealed, you know, with the gas or do I just need to go out and buy some new
1: ones? Unfortunately, no. Once that seal fails, the moisture starts to get in. That has to come right from the factory. It's not something that we can fix on site. The good news is, is that it's mostly a cosmetic defect. It typically doesn't impact the energy efficiency of the door all that much. So you should think about perhaps living with it for a while, but it gets really nasty looking over time. Then you could think about replacing the doors, Lita.
2: Okay, yeah, because um, yeah, a couple of them are getting to that point where it All just right. bothers me, where it's mm-hmm. you know impeding the view and
1: yeah. You know, well, if fast? you got a beautiful house and a beautiful view, then it's worth changing out those doors.
0: Okay, great. Well, I appreciate your help.
1: All right, good luck with that project, Lita. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
0: Now we've got Carl in Texas, on the line. Who's got an you know heating, cooling, insulation question? What can we do for you today?
3: Well, we have built a house uh, out at the ranch, a two story house. Uh, and in it we put the spray foam insulation, walls, ceiling, roof, everything. Okay. Which, by the way, has been an absolutely wonderful thing. The builder's trying to convince me that it is cheaper to leave the thermostat set where we want it all the time.
1: Well, I mean, here's what I would do. I, I wouldn't. I don't know what, how, what temperature you like leaving the air conditioning at, Carl, but I would suggest that you leave it you know, reasonably high, like I'm thinking kind of in the uh, 84-ish area so that it doesn't get too terribly hot, not turn it off all the way, because his point is that everything in the house holds heat, and when you turn it on, it has to run that much longer to cool everything off, and that's true, but I wouldn't turn it off completely. I think it's a good idea to, to dehumidify the house, which is what the air conditioner does but I don't think you have to leave it down at 78 or anything like that. I think you can have it like 84, 86, so the house doesn't get too terribly cold, uh, and that you will find that it maintains a reasonable temperature. Uh, it doesn't take that long to cool off when you get there. Will you save money? Maybe. It really depends on how much power that system is using and a lot of other factors in terms of how uh, you know, well-built and insulated your house is. But I, I do think it's probably a good idea to leave it on to a high degree uh, when you're not there.
3: Okay, that is what I thought, and you've confirmed it, and I appreciate that.
1: Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. This is the Money Fit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next with winter upon us, it's a great time to make sure your walkways are in good shape to survive the freezing weather ahead. We'll tell you how to do just that next.
4: You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Bostitch. Professional quality hand tools, pneumatic and cordless nailers and staplers.
1: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: And this is where home solutions live. Speaking of which, could you use a $10,000 Dream Room makeover? For your home, well, our friends at Arrow Fastener will be awarding just that to one lucky listener, a $10,000 room makeover with the help of Leslie Segretti. So tell us all about it, Leslie.
0: That's right. It is a great contest. What you need to do to enter to win is you have to visit Arrow Fastener's Facebook page at facebook.com slash Arrow Fastener. Then when you log on, you become a friend of Arrow by liking Arrow's Facebook page, and then you can enter for your chance to have your design dream makeover come true. And I mean, $10,000, that's a lot of money, and I'm going to totally hold your hand talk to you on the phone, figure it out. What do you want? What's going to make this room work for you and your family? And then we're going to spend a ton of money, which is awesome. And the Arrow team, along with myself, we're going to come to your house. We're going to do this makeover. It's going to be so fantastic. So go to Facebook today and enter for your chance to win.
1: That's right. It's at facebook.com slash arrow fasteners, facebook.com slash arrow fastener. All right, now let's go to the uh, incoming posts on moneypit.com. This one is from Craig in Minnesota. Craig says, I laid my own brick walkway a couple of years ago. Any idea why every winter, at least some of the bricks, break free and stick up? Besides being ugly, it's a safety hazard. I don't mind starting over. But what did I do wrong? I suspect, Craig, that you didn't create a proper base Mm -hmm. to that patio. I mean, if you skip a step or two and you don't put a gravel base, a solid gravel base, properly tamped down, excavate deep enough, get the gravel in there, get it all compressed. Uh, then you get a brick walkway that's going to pop up like that. And now's a really good time to do it before the snow comes because the water gets under there, it's going to lift them and, and uh, pop them up. And you're right, it could, be a, it could be a tripping hazard. Now, if you've got concrete walkways, it's also a good time for you to seal up any cracks that are forming in there it's because water is the enemy. When that snow, snow melts, Uh, In between snowstorms, it gets down there in those cracks. Then it freezes, expands, and pushes the concrete and the bricks even further together. So seal those cracks up now. Secure those loose bricks. Um, In your case, you may have to start from scratch again because otherwise you're just going to be replacing them as they loosen up. Mm -hmm. Because the problem with your project, Craig, was that you didn't go deep enough to begin with. So if you want to do that now, great. If you want to wait till the spring, that's fine too. But that's the reason that the bricks are loosening.
0: Mm -hmm. And you know, the good thing, Craig, is that if you just sort of take things apart like a puzzle, you can actually reuse those pavers. And I mean, you really should be able to put everything back together once you fix that base and solve that problem for good.
1: Well, did you know that Americans spend almost as much money decorating for fall as they do for the Christmas holidays? It's gone well beyond Halloween to what we call Mm following. Leslie's got some last words on following on the cheap in today's edition of Leslie's Last
0: Word. That's right. Who doesn't like to add a little warmth to your home during the fall season? But if you stick to just black cats and ghosts, you're going to be tossing them by November. So think Falloween. And here are some quick, easy tips for a fall-themed spruce up. First of all, take a walk in a lovely wooded area and gather some pine cones, some leaves, some berries... When all of a sudden you've got a free centerpiece or a wreath or some items to put in a hurricane on the mantle or mantle dressing, you can tell I like to take long walks and gather a whole bunch of natural stuff to put all around my house. And there you have your beautiful Halloween home makeover without breaking the bank.
1: This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next week on the program, we're going to talk about an easy way to add drama to any bedroom in your house. And that is by building one of I know Leslie's favorite projects an upholstered headboard. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most friendly DIY projects around. I know you've done hundreds of them, and we're going to have your (laughs) secrets to success on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.